it's Sam and Scott from Ship It Studios Premier Wrestling Podcast, Above the Ring. And Sam, let's talk about Riverside.fm, the leading podcast and video creation platform that's changing the game on how creators record their content. Riverside.fm allows you to record studio-quality audio and up to 4K video on their platform. Now you can interview a guest a thousand miles away, and it will sound like you're sitting in the same room. Did you know that it's as easy to use as Zoom, but it gives much higher quality audio and video recordings? Did we mention that they have a mobile app? This allows guests to connect directly from their phone and record content from anywhere. After your content is finished, you can easily grab clips to share them across your social media channels. So if you're looking for a platform to put over for all your recording needs, from podcasts to webinars to other video content, you should be using uh, Riverside.fm. Sign up today so you can focus on your content and leave the quality to Riverside.fm. Use promo code SHIPIT and receive 30% discount on the first three months of your subscription. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Sam the SLB. Um, I just finished Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah, I wanted to do a quick, uh, quick podcast in regards to my thoughts of this year's Wrestle Kingdom. Wrestle Kingdom 15, January 4th and 5th at the prestigious, legendary Tokyo Dome. You know, um, two nights. I think the overall time when you take out the dis, uh, when they disinfected the place. They did this uh, on each night, plus some of the extra fluff they had. I think the Tokyo Dome was just under nine hours total, which isn't so bad. I mean, not that I have a problem with eight hours of wrestling, but when you're doing them back-to-back like that, it is definitely tough to kind of keep a hold on. We'll focus on. So, Night one, night one opened up with uh, the pre-show match, which was the 21-man New Japan Rambo to determine the new, the the inaugural, I don't want to say inaugural, but the first provisional KOPW 2021 champion. Uh, this is that new championship that Kazuchika Okada had implemented last last year. Uh, Toriyanu was the inaugural, and then became the was presented the trophy for the. KOPW 2020 uh, championship. But uh, it was a cool... Actually, it was a pretty long. I think it was like a 35-minute battle royale. Um, final four in the match, who lasted, would move on to night two. Um, final four here was Chase Owens, Bad Luck, Fale, Bushi, and Toriyanu. Next up, opening, was the... A lot of, a lot of contendership. Uh, going on on this night. Uh, Hiromu Takahashi took on and defeated El Phantasmo uh, to challenge the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Champion on the second night. Uh, Hiromu looked great. Uh, I haven't actually watched El Phantasmo wrestle that often, but he was a lot of fun. He uh, did things like call back to like the Styles Clash and he just he felt like a natural New Japan um, sorry a Bullet Club member I wouldn't be surprised to see him up front and take the lead at some point in the in the group's uh, future then we had the uh, tag match for the IWGP Tag Team Championships not the Junior Tag Team Championships Uh, Grills of Destiny took on champions Dangerous Techers Taichi and Zack Sabre Jr. Uh, I saw a video, and I don't want to quote it, but I will, 
where every year, you know, there's a lot of these tag matches and they kind of go over overlooked because... You know, it's a, there's a lot of lot a lot of shit going on in those tag match or a lot of shit planned for those tag matches. But then when they happen, they're some of the coolest matches uh, of the night. This was no doubt solid. Zack Saber Jr. easily hands down one of the best, if not the best, technical wrestler on the planet. Unfortunately, his technical wrestling could not save um, save them from uh, defending the title successfully. With the Gorillas of Destiny taking their seventh in record break in uh, IWGP Tag Championship belts. Following that, we had Kenta taking on Satoshi Kojima. Um, another number one contender match. Actually, there's more for the Challenge Rights uh, certificate for the IWGP US Championship match. Prior to this, we did see a video of John Moxley saying he's going to uh, pretty much beat the shit out of whoever wins. Uh, this match, whether it be at New Japan Strong, whether it be on the newly announced or, you know, their return to U.S. and U.K. television or a future pay-per-view event, I don't know. Watching Kenta wrestle in this match, though, really upsetting, really upsetting to see the way WWE had poorly used him as Hideo Itami, but... He looked great. I cannot wait for this U.S. title match. Uh, following that, we had the ace, Hiroshi Tanahashi, taking on and defeating the great Okan from the Empire, the latest faction created by Will Ospreay, Bia Priestley, Jeff Cobb, and Great Okan. I've never seen Great Okan wrestle before. This was my first uh, experience with him. He's a good heavy guy. Um, you know, one of those just... I don't want to say... How do, how do I say this without sounding weird? Um... Just another Haas. That looks great. Uh, taking on a legend uh, in his own right, Tanahashi. Both both talents looked really, really good. Um, I would have it would have been interesting to see uh, Great Okan win this one. But I mean, if this is the group's first Wrestle Kingdom, I wouldn't be surprised if next year they'll come out a lot stronger. Semi-final, the semi-final match for the night was the longest in pro... Might be the best match out of both nights. Per usual. Uh, Kazuchika Okada, you know, the, the probably the Wrestle Kingdom legend at this point, took on Will Ospreay with Bia Priestley in this corner. Now, Will Ospreay has always been like a junior heavyweight, as long as I've been watching him, as long as most people have been watching him. But now he looks like... He's starting to look like a heavyweight. He's not flying as much, but he still has his moments in the air. This match told a story about two friends who were in chaos, um, and then Will Ospreay, you know, split from him, you know, just calling Okada old, you know, his time is up, but Okada, Okada's not too much older than me, and he still looked amazing. If any match from this weekend you guys need to check out, highly suggest Okada taking on Will Ospreay. Okada had... Have the win here, by the way. And finally, the main event, probably the second... Oh, man, it's tough. Kota Ibushi's two matches over these two nights were so, so, so good. Um, Kota Ibushi taking on Tetsu and Naito for both the IWGP Heavyweight and Intercontinental belts. Uh, 
Coda after uh, I didn't I didn't even know how to explain this, but he my first my first notion of Kota Ibushi was when he was in the Cruiserweight Classic, and he was always like a cruiserweight in my eyes. But this match and the match from night two show that he's definitely a main event now. And I'm hoping, I'm hoping that um, with his defeat of Naito, you want to see somebody who struggled to keep, you know make sure he could win those belts and then keep him the following night. These two matches, Kota's two matches at Bold Knights Wrestle Kingdom, totally worth it. Kota working out, uh, walking away as the victor. Finishing off Wrestle Kingdom Night 1. Night 2. Uh, for January 5th. There were two dark matches by Stardom's... Um, the Stardom promotion, which I didn't realize was also owned by Bushi Road, the company that bought New Japan. Um, it's the sister and uh, female brand or uh, promotion. They had two dark matches. Um, Queen's Quest... Uh, defeated Donna Del Mondo, and Donna Del Mondo defeated... Can't even read those names. Sorry, guys. Um, I didn't see them on the network. Uh, maybe they were on there, or maybe they are on, like, Stardom. If Stardom has a network, I'm not too familiar, but I might have to go looking, because um, now I'm kind of curious. Interestingly enough, I didn't realize, Bea Priestley, Bea Priestley, uh, the... Woman in the Empire. I don't want to say that's Will Ospreay's girlfriend. It looks like girlfriend. Um, she is actually the stardom champion right now, if I'm not mistaken. I could be wrong. I'm kind of curious. World of Stardom Championship. No, she w uh, was at one point. Sorry, guys. Um, so, night two kicked off. On our end was the follow-up to the um, New Japan Rambo uh, Royal Battle Royale. Um, the four-way match for the Provisional KOPW 2021 uh, Champion. Interestingly enough, this was cool. Interesting. Um, so Chase Owens and Bad Luck Falei, both members of the Bullet Club, start off in the ring with Bushi and Toriano on the outside. Um, both Yanu and Bushi would not get in the ring. So Chase Owens and Bad Luck Falei pulled the finger poke of doom to attract them into the ring. Oh, and it did just that, because you only need one pinfall uh, in that match. Um... You know, it was cool watching Chase Owens and Bad Luck Falei, um take on everybody. And then once Chase Owens went to go pin, I believe, was it Bushi or Toriano? Um, Bad Luck Falei kicked him out of the way and then tried to pin the... Uh, I forgot what it was. I think it was Bushi. And you can hear him arguing that, you know, they both like, if I win, we win. I think Bad, Lay, Bad Luck Falei is like, no, if you win, you win. If I win, we win. So... Little tension there. Is it going to go to anywhere? I'm not sure. But I'm curious to see the follow-up on this. Up next, we have the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Tag Team Championships on the line. Suzuki Goon members, El Desperado, 
And you, Shinobu Kimaro, I totally botched that. Take on champions 1 or 8. With uh, Suzuki-Goon getting the titles. This is another tag match definitely worth worth your time. Now I think about it, I feel like this is... There were a lot of singles matches here. Rather than multiple six-way, three-way, you know... It's always a lot of tag match. I feel like there's a lot of singles matches this year. Could be just me. Um, but this this was a good one uh, to definitely check out. Both nights are great to check out. Um, I'm still taking this taking a lot of this in. Next up, we had Shingo Takagi taking on Jeff Cobb for the Never Openweight title. I don't think I've ever seen Shingo Takagi wrestle. I've watched. I've seen Jeff Cobb. I saw him at a Ring of Honor event a while ago, and he was a beast. He was a monster. He could just just pure power lift somebody out of a debt like a deadlift and just slam them. So a lot of that here. Shingo. I don't know if he's part of any. He might be part of. Oh, he's part of Los Ingobernables. He was a monster. These two, this is a match I definitely want to talk about. Two big men kicking the shit out of each other and just showing pure power. This match. This match here is probably one of my favorites of the night. Don't sleep on this one. Definitely check this out. Shingo Takagi retained the Never Overweight title, but I know Jeff Cobb will be coming back for that belt. Up next was probably my most anticipated match of the night. With Sonata. Taking on evil. You guys got to remember. Both of these guys were both in chaos. They were a tag team. They've held a few tag team titles with each other. And now they've they've separated. They're no longer uh, a team. With evil going over to Bullet Club. And winning the titles against Naito at the beginning of the year. To become a double champion. So this match said a lot. There were two... You know, two friends, two former tag partners, brutally kicking the shit out of each other. They were out of the ring. Evil kept throwing Sonata, I believe, in front of the timekeeper table. Kept knocking on the timekeeper. Um, a lot of back and forth. A lot of struggle just to keep on top. The end, Sonata got the win. Not a lot of wins for Bullet Club uh, this weekend. Did Bullet Club get any wins? Oh yeah, Gorilla's a Destiny. They got the biggest win, but the rest of them not looking so hot. The second to last match of the night was Hiromu Takahashi taking on Taiji Ishimori for the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship. This was a lot of fun. Takahashi's always fun to watch. Um, Ishimori's also uh, just a hot shit, but Takahashi just doesn't stop. Some of the spots in this match, absolutely incredible. You know, I like how I see junior heavyweight in the name. WWE, this would have been called like cruiserweights. But they 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 can kick the shit out of each other and brawl, but they also can do their high-flying shit. Solid match. Hiromu Takahashi took on and defeated to become the new IWGP junior heavyweight champion. If I'm not mistaken, somebody made a comment last night. Uh, night one or night two, Kevin Kelly, I think, said 
somebody can quote me on this one, or somebody can um, correct me if I'm wrong. He he's never lost a Wrestle Kingdom match. I have to go back and look at that. I have to look at that after this. But if that's the case, that's incredible. He's now a four-time IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship. Kushida, watch out. He's coming for you. Main event. After night one, Kota won the belts. Jay White came out and said that he is going to make sure this only lasts one day. So Jay White challenge, you know, took on Kota Ibushi for both uh, the heavyweight and the intercontinental titles. This, this was, as Kevin you know, Kevin Kelly put it at one point, Kush, the Kota you see in the ring is no longer a man, but I think, God, yo, know, he he was a god in there. He, he showed, even after wrestling 30 minutes the previous night, he wrestled now what is the longest match in Wrestle Kingdom um, history, from my understanding, at 48 minutes, 5 seconds. Kota Ibushi... You know, they kept, you know, they fought each other off there. You know, Jay White was in and out of the ring. Uh, there was a point where Jay White was pretending to give up. You know, and Coda wouldn't take it, so he kept kicking the shit out of him. He pushed uh, Red Shoes out of the way. You know, low blow to Coda. Uh, there was some nice high spots here as well. Um, Gato kept coming in. It's always good to see Gato in there. Um, little, little, uh, little toy to uh, Jay White. But, in the end, Coda still came on top. You know, I've always been iffy with Jay White, but this match definitely put him back on top, you know, towards the top for me. Um, and I guess it's tough, especially when you're dealing with former leaders of the Bullet Club, including AJ Styles, Finn Balor, Prince Devitt, uh, Kenny Omega, Carl Anderson. Was this my favorite uh, Wrestle Kingdom? Um, I wouldn't say so. I mean, it's definitely... Definitely just a lot to take in. It's a lot of fun. It's definitely... You got high-caliber matches across the whole two nights. But I would definitely say it's worth watching both of them. Um, i probably rate this one... Probably 8 out of 10. You know, the main events... The, the, the matches I would watch is... Go back and watch both... Kota Ibushi matches. Watch Okada and Osprey. Check out uh, Shingo Takagi and Jeff Cobb. Those I think are probably the most the best matches of the of uh, the two days. Uh, just some post information I found out. I think uh, I was reading Kota Ibushi wants to unify both the uh, heavyweight and the intercontinental title. And I also saw that Jay White said after New Year's Dash, which is going to be, uh, you know, the 6th, which is, you know, it, which will be after this is posted. He will, he he said that's it. He's done. What that means, whether he is actually going to leave, whether he's no longer wrestle for New Japan, whether he's going to retire, whether he's fucking with us. I don't know. But I'm curious to see what's going to happen. So if you guys don't, you know, definitely check out what you can from Wrestle Kingdom. 
to me, this is, you know, WrestleMania's fun. Wrestle Kingdom's amazing. Absolutely amazing. It always rejuvenates my love for the sport. And I think everyone should experience it sometimes as well. So we don't, you know, lose sight of our love for the sport of professional wrestling. If you don't already do so, uh, please follow us on all of our um, social media platforms. On Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. We're on all streaming platforms, excluding Pandora. You can find myself as the SLB official on Twitter. Thank you guys for listening. I hope you guys watched Wrestle Kingdom. Let me know what you think. Let us know what you think. Uh, and please do not forget to join the Bedlam. Welcome to the All 80s Movies Podcast. I'm Bill. And I'm Jason. And this is the podcast where we talk about the blockbusters, the flops, and everything in between from one of the freshest decades for movies, the 1980s. So whether you're a brain, a jock, a valley girl, or a Jedi, we've got some 80s classics for you. Do these movies stand the test of time? Are we discovering something new? Is there an 80s movie we're finally watching for the first time? Join us each week as we dive into the cinematic nostalgia that inspired and influenced a generation. From the hits to the cult classics, we'll discuss our earliest memories, favorite scenes, fun facts, and our not-so-favorite movie moments, too. It's the All 80s Movies Podcast, now available on all major streaming platforms. Please subscribe and happy listening.